It's rare that we see someone from the beginning on this app anymore. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. this app wants to be TikTok so bad, and I'll never understand it. Mm-mm-mm. I update, I updated the shit on Tuesday, and I updated it again today. So I'm like, okay, why does it keep saying that? I'm not in a room with you. I'm in a room with myself, but then it's telling me I'm calling myself. And then after I click, like, invite as a speaker, I'm still in the exact same room. I had to get out of it twice, and then it tried to force me to go in a new talk, and I had to get that, and then See, come back in. This is exactly why they should have stuck with fucking <laughs> We Communify and not fucking up the app trying to turn into TikTok Junior. Like, it clearly don't work, so... Right, but we here. We are. What's good? Greg, brush the dust off. Listen, like I've needed this show for a minute, like, and I told you that we're gonna try to be more consistent. So let me now that I'm finally in the house i had to like run up the street we went to a restaurant around the corner so i'm back let me okay, I'm gonna play get this myself message. together go for it. what y'all niggas be acting like y'all don't even know me i feel so honest oh, oh it's a celebration she gets a pod Right? Y'all know me. I mean, we've been following each other for years, but for whatever reason, we just can't get a show together. I don't know. You feel me? Ah, let me know. Damn. You know what? No, you know what? I think I did. I did send like a thing that she gets it pod and she sent me like a, a, a scheduler and I was like, oh, hell no. It was too early, but now I get it. I get it now. See? I understand. I'm feeling out. Jeez. What's up, Greg, man? What's up, uh, she gets it. I hope y'all having a good day and all this shit, though. What's the word? What are we on today? What's day? going on, man? We Honestly, cool man, just, just living a dream, man. It, it's a little bit different. Every time I get on this app, it's, like, different. Something's different. Like, Shan don't have her avatar no more. She a, she an actual human again. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, we all Simpsons, and she out here showing her real self. Yeah, showing that ass, but not really. Um, we've been we've been out and about doing life. We haven't really been on here, um, doing a a lot of shows together. But um, this app has been filled with kids. It's a shit show, but filled with kids, and it's just like not the same. And so we're trying to align our schedules once again. Um, like we had before, so we're working on we're working on it. And also, y'all be like in this little pocket. I feel like y'all need to come out of that. 
and come tap in and politic with the people one time, you know? I feel like y'all just be on this island. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, you know? I want to get on. Okay, right, I get so. that. Because, okay, so Greg is in a complete different city from me. But our schedules are different. And so, like, this week, I'm completely in the office, but I'm supposed to be working from the house. So, mm. this is actually a perfect time to do the show, but I can't say this time every week I can commit to do the show because it should be different. Mm. And so, yep. um, but I think before, I think we were in more talks, whether it was separately or just being in other people's shows because we had the time and the space. But now that yeah. everybody's outside life is different and so it's hard for us to jump into a show now i will say every once in a while i'll catch a good show on here midday but Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean it's gonna work for greg too and it doesn't that doesn't mean i could commit to it so i don't know i catch good shows when i catch good shows i catch old people on here when i catch old people but it's not nothing consistent yeah absolutely so for me, uh, I'm manifesting a new job, so there's that. I have my second and hopefully final interview. Like, I interview with the person I would be working directly under, and I knocked that one out, so she's already made her decision. I have to meet with two of the attorneys, and then I will be honestly going back into the law thing because, again, it's a secure role. I, I won't go too much into that with the shooting the shit, but when I do get that offer, because I have to speak it into existence, um, my schedule should be at home four days a week, and then I work in the office one day a week. The issue with the one day a week is it's one of the days that I podcast with the YBAB team. And Mm -hmm. even though, I mean, that's cool, the job in office is about an hour drive from my house. And that, yeah, so that's an hour going and an hour coming. So that's technically two hours a day to commit to going, you know, there but it's only once a week which is fine um but what that does mean is it's time for me to actually do stuff when i'm at home so i'm hoping that i can finesse the schedule enough to know what i'm doing at work so i can do midday shows i can do shows earlier like six o'clock seven o'clock because that one day a week i know i won't be able to podcast before nine o'clock so you know, I won't say when and where, but I just know for a fact it won't interrupt Shan and I. Now, with the show with Loudmouth, ain't none of this Shan fault. It's all on me. I've honestly just been really fucking busy. And for me, I don't want to say I lost the passion for podcasting. I was just doing way too much and not getting back to the grassroots of what I wanted to do. Like me, I love being a content creator, doing the social media shit, but podcasting's always been like the first love, but the first love wasn't paying. <laughs> Everything else was though. And it still is like the, the Twitter, the Instagram, the TikTok, all the social media shit, it's paying dividends. But when I look at money podcast, you know, podcast wise, I'm like, okay, where's the money going? And mm-hmm. I was looking at, I was looking at a feed and when I say a feed, meaning my own, I was looking at my personal feed of podcasts I listened to and literally seven, about like 73% of the podcasts that I used to listen to don't podcast nearly as much as they used to. And when I say that, I'm not even talking about in just during the pandemic. In general, they completely like 
fell off a cliff. When I think about shows like Forget That Yo, right? Like they do mm-hmm. like two or three shows back to back to back, and then I don't hear from them for a month and a half. Even with Young Black and Bothered, I haven't done a Young Black and Bothered show since Memorial Day weekend, which is crazy because I'm one of those, okay, we got two fucking shows, so I'm just consistently putting out content. I stopped because obviously not working, so I wanted to focus on that stuff, you know, like getting the job and everything. But podcasting honestly gave me that consistency. Once I'm in a flow of being consistent, it's like second nature to me. And ironically, right around that time, Shane, like with all the breaks for the shows, it was around the same time that the money started slowing up from, uh, how can I put it, from contract work that we were doing as creators. and. Yeah that it kind of ruined my flow even more because now I'm in that mindset of what's the why? If I'm not making money from it, I don't see the interest in it. Like we have with Loudmouth, we have the merch, we have the shows. and But even without that being said, for us, stereo changed so much where we used to have 17, 18 voicemails per show to people like, oh, we haven't seen y'all. And the reason why is because Stereo didn't know what they wanted to be. They haven't figured out an identity yet. They don't know if they want to be TikTok. They don't know if they want to be Clubhouse. (laughs) They don't know if they want to be Stereo. Like, they still haven't figured it out. And the reason why I think that is I open a Stereo app, and it takes me three clicks in order to get to a room like this where people can actually go and listen to a show, listen to a podcast. Because they literally throw TikTok at you at first, and then they have, like, another feed. Get back to what everybody knows. So to answer Thotty Scotty's thing, a lot of the people that I used to see on stereo aren't on stereo anymore because they don't know, honestly, where to go. Shannon and I did a show, what, three months ago, honestly complaining about that. Because it was, like, a lot of the people that we looked at and we followed on, you know, stereo, they didn't have a presence everywhere else so we could find out where they are. Shannon and I, we are literally everywhere. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all those places. When I would look for other people, I'm like, okay, that person, um, they were an avatar on stereo, but I don't know if they have any other social media. I don't know where to find them. And that's just always been my thing just with stereo. But all the excuses aside, Loudmouth Stereo is back. And when I say back, like, this is the schedule for y'all. We do six weeks of episodes like six shows six weeks we take what do we agree on Shan? one week or two weeks i think we said two weeks off and then we back again for another six weeks and that's kind of consistent of what it used to be with stereo where we would honestly we went from doing two shows a week we would what was it wednesday and saturday well i think it was either wednesday or saturday or thursday and saturday yeah, and then wednesday we just started and we were doing two, three-hour episodes, and then we would break that down. But I told Shan, I get, you know, I made the vow of being more consistent. My consistent means six straight weeks of shows every week for six weeks. Then we take the two weeks off, and then we got six more episodes. And ironically, just by the grace of God, most of those breaks happen around holidays, like um, Labor Day, Thanksgiving, shit like that. So we're going to be good, but y'all are going to get content. Starting with this episode, which is Attention is Currency, I'm going to let Shan go ahead and introduce the show. I'm going to shut up, play the voicemails, and we're going to get to her. 
All right, y'all. This is Live Mouse Stereo. My name is Shan. That is Greg. We are two podcasters that came together during the pandemic to go ahead and make a show. And it's called Live Mouse Stereo. Not going to say when we're going to be here because we're still scoping it out still, but we'll be here monthly to go ahead and give you a show. We are continuing season three of Live Mouse Stereo. You can find this podcast on your favorite podcast app with all of the old episodes and we have a loud mouth stereo shop if you want to support and get the merch you can with teespring also tonight's topic is attention is currency i'm going to run through the um voicemails before we start and i'm going to intro my thoughts on it tonight is actually greg's topic and then we'll just start the conversation because right now the reason why, you know, Stereo as an app doesn't know what it wants to do is because it's trying to sell attention. It's trying to get viewers and get people using the app. And it's doing a little bit of everything, which is bringing people, but also making people leave. And so we're going to talk about that tonight. If you have any tips, um, comments, or thoughts on it, please drop a voicemail. We are still a block team. We will block you if you come in here with nonsense. Please stay on topic. We are not trying to segue this into being political. We are not trying to segue this into talking about Kiki Palmer's uh, child's father. We are not trying to segue this show with, with things that have nothing to do with the topic. All right. I got French Queen on here. More from Scotty. And then we're going to jump into this intro stereo was cool back then now this app is whack <laughs> just saying but it's still interesting that's a fact that is very true i i will agree it has but y'all see the new little program you feel me i think we all know why we're all gonna make a little resurgence just to see how they do or what's the way i mean it, it won't be like the days are old but you know i think we all curious to you know, kind of see what it's going to take to chase the bag together or solo. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little brief, like, uh, like a cliff notes for me, like tying that into the show. Like I don't do anything now unless there's money vested in it. Um, the, I, the only reason I feel that way is because every platform, including stereo, the incentive for us was growth. It just happened that the growth surrounded around monetization, even with stereo. Now, the people who don't know about that, once upon a time, stereo used to have a platform like on stereo within the app where they had a leaderboard where your conversation generated income. And as a podcaster, that is like, you know, that's the saving grace for you. Wait, I can make money by talking that right there. Attention is currency. It's giving us currency for giving you know the leaderboard attention like the more people come in the rooms leave comments and voicemails that mattered once they started pulling back i started noticing the conversations going down i started noticing the viewership going down but even with it going down we still created content and they did reach out to us you know i'm not breaking like any ndas or nothing like that because i mean technically they did themselves so there's that but they noticed that creators that were creating, they 
help them monetize by giving you know some incentives to continue using the platform what they didn't tell us though and i'm not saying this to stereo i'm talking about the other subsidiary what they did was they completely pulled the rug up from under us without letting us know so there were a lot of people that were hedging their bets on honestly having their attention be currency and now they didn't have that but unlike most people like who ended up in that circumstance shannon and i have been through that before with stereo and their like partners and stuff like that we know now once they end things to pull back to dial back because if we don't we're just giving them promotion we're giving them incentives for a year and a half now i've been attempting this is my personal like story i've been attempting to get stereo to just share the fact that we're on their app and showing them love they don't even do that shit. Mm-hmm. I don't care if they don't follow us. I, I've messaged them. I've emailed them like, hey, can you help us promote the show so people can go and look in the app? Like, you know, download the app and even the people who are on here, go to the show. They don't answer back. And this is just me being an asshole because I can do that tonight. They would go and promote a white person's show and they're no longer on the app. Like the... I forgot what the dude's name that was like a podcast. Now he's not a podcast, like Adam Kroll or some shit like that. He ain't on the app no more. He got the $500 to $1,000 every week, disappeared. And to me, I felt a way about that because we've been here, I almost like every week for the past, what, Shane, like four years. But we've been on here long enough to see people come and go and we're still around. Right. So, again, you know, just tying that into the attention being currency shit. Like, yeah, like we should be getting paid for what we do and even if we don't that means we just have to scale back our attention but again i'll let you get to the next voicemail it sucks whenever i try to do like a show because like everyone you know has like their own little clicks and everything and it's still kind of like weird all of my people that used to listen to me are no longer here so it sucks so it's like i need new fans but i don't want no teens if up in my chats i miss the ogs that right there that that's one of the reasons shannon and i and she's saying used to like i won't say she used to argue with me about it but she used to always wonder why i would be like yo i don't want to click up with people i don't want to like get to know these people we tried once and i can't say the person's name or anything like that but it's like they attempted to add us to a click and my personal thing was i just don't do clicks because the moment there's some drama, you get inserted in that, and I'm a little bit too old to be in like childish behavior. And when I say childish, I meaning anything under the age of 30. And it felt like there was a lot of little drama around avatars, people who have never met each other, people who have never seen each other. That's just not how I operate. So I was like, absolutely no clicks. There were people who'd be like, oh, I want to do a show with you and Shan. It's like, all right, come on, do the show. Then but hey, you know, can we do this show consistently? Can we do this show once or twice a week? And we're like, all right, cool. That's more content for us. We get to meet more people. But then there was this circumstance, and I don't want to, like, you know, call the person out, but they brought their drama towards the show. And I was like, oh, no, this, we got, ain't no fucking way. Ain't no goddamn way. I told Shannon, I was like, hey, I can't do that. That's behavior I can't be a part of because as somebody who has, like, a real life outside of the app, like, it, it does nothing for us. And like you had said, like, French Queen, a lot of those people left. A lot of them went to Clubhouse. A lot of them went to, like, Twitter spaces. And the reason why they did that is because they could no longer, you know, generate traffic 
on an app where it's like, okay, you're just an avatar, you're a face. There was one dude that was on here who was a conspiracy theorist. He went over to Clubhouse with that shit, and then people, like, they ate it up for a while. And then when Clubhouse died, it was like, okay, where can I go next? And it shouldn't be a thing where it's like, where do I go next? I've told Shan, I've told our group of friends, like, it's not about being everywhere, but it's also about, like, just being authentic to you. And if you don't have that authenticity where it's like wherever you go, people are going to follow, then it's like just continue doing what the fuck you're doing. We've been continuously doing loudmouth stereo for four years now. When I say consistently, I'm not saying every fucking week because, again, this is Greg's fault. But when we do do the shit, I'd be so happy to do it. I tell Shan, oh, it's going to be 45 minutes to 60 minutes. We've been talking for 27 minutes and we ain't even got to the fucking topic yet. It, it, it just connects with me, with Shan. So, again, stereo is never going to be what it was. I hope it would, but the only way they can do that is if they start bringing me some money. And that, that's my little spiel on that. Um, I just hope, I think um, when you create something as a creator, whether it's an app or a show or a project, I feel like you need to commit to what that project is and what your purpose of that project is and how it's different from everybody else's. I think the downfall of Stereo started when they were trying to be every other app. Um, If this app stayed contest for weeks, um, content, people that want to create content, people that's having engagement, people that are having different topics, this app would have been bigger than any other app right now because it's giving people something to do that's different and people are actually winning income by creating different discussions on here with different people. And Greg and I have met different people through this app by just listening to their conversations and being on their show and them coming on our show. And yeah, we try to do shows outside of this app, but it's hard because this app um, during the pandemic really brought people to one space to create and to make shit. And now it's kind of like, because they're trying to have uh, tweens on this app. They're trying to have 20 year olds on this app. They're trying to have, uh, 30 year olds on this app they're trying to cater to people that want to rate me what would you rate me um, yep. on this app people everybody's not going to want to touch it and so yep. because we've created on this app we could do shows through zoom we could do shows mm-hmm. through Riverside if we wanted to we don't have to come on this app but we come on this app for what because there's a live audience there's instant feedback um, there's good engagement. And when we put the episode on Loud Mouth Stereo on the podcast for other people to hear that just hear audio, they get all of that. And if Stereo mm-hmm. would have just kept that 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 niche right there, nobody else is doing that. Nobody else is Bingo. paying people for conversation. Nobody else is having contests. And... Yeah. Um, Put, it's it's kind of like the saying having too many cooks in the kitchen. Yes. <laughs> Is that yes? Yo, Shan, I don't, I don't mean to cut you up. You and I talked about this year one when they were doing it, and I said to you, I was like, 
you know, this is when we were going from anchor to, um, to red circle. Right. And I was mm-hmm. like, a good idea would be at that time for them to sell to anchor or to Spotify. And when I say sell, meaning like, you know, promote as like a podcast app, like podcasters can come on here and they don't have to show them their faces on camera. They don't have to go and do all the things right now. It's still a really good opportunity for them to do that. They could go in now they allow people to take photos and all like gifts and animations. Why not turn on the camera and let people do like FaceTime video chats that are podcasts that way they have those clips. And then you can put those on social media because you're a social media app for podcasts. They're like, oh, wait, this is an all in one thing. I can record my show. I can save my audio and get it in the file that I want. I can email it to myself or download it directly. And then, boom, I have my show. You have an audience like what other app do you know, like outside of Zoom? And even then, that's convoluted. You got to hey, you know, come and join my Zoom invite link. And then here's a passcode and people got to come in. You got to worry about managing who's in the room versus who's not versus stereo. Open a fucking app. It's in everybody's pocket. You don't have to be on a laptop. You don't have to have an external microphone. You can just literally be recording. Stereo just continues to get it wrong. And I I hate to talk about them on their app, but this is nothing I haven't been saying for the past four years. It's not because we don't like the app. It's because we liked yeah. we liked it. It was going good. And then it's kind of like they lost faith in themselves and just like, well, I want to be a mm-hmm. goth this week. And then now I want to dress preppy this week. And I'm yep. you know, pro this. And now I'm pro that because this is trendy. Stop trying to be trendy and just be what you're supposed to be. Bingo. That right there. That right there. So, so I'm gonna play um, these. Um, I'm gonna play these three messages, and then we gonna go get to the top. But I can't remember what the guy's name was, but he was like a DJ that had like his own show or something. And back in the days of the leaderboard, when the um, stereo first started, um, me and my original partner, who was also no no longer on the app as well, um, we got my partner and I got nominated for some sort of award thing and we made it to the top 10. And what happened was, is that the, the, the DJ dude would come in at the last minute, blow numbers out of the water and then mess up the leaderboard. And he would get all this money in one day and he just kept winning. I didn't think that was very fair at all. Yep. Well, I can tell you exactly what happened with that and I'll shut up. Um, this was before Stereo figured out what they were doing in order to win the leaderboard. People were going and incentivizing their Discord groups to join in. They were like, hey, just join in for five seconds, and they would do, like, contests. So if they had – there was – I know which guy you're talking about, but there were other people who would be like, all right, I have a YouTube group. I have a Discord group. If y'all all come over here, you know, I'll give the first five people, like, 50 bucks. They were doing that shit, but fifty bucks was nothing for them when they were winning fucking two, three thousand dollars every week. Like that was easy money for them. That shit sound crazy, but stereo just people would tell stereo they didn't give a fuck. And I don't even know if stereo's being run by a human anymore, or if just stereo's just an app that continues to be updated with new trendy kid shit. Like it feels like I'm talking through a talk boy sometimes from Home Alone because I don't <laughs> know what. Yeah, I, I'll shut up. I know we got the voicemails. Go ahead. Okay. 
I can't tell you how many times me being on my own, wanting to be a part of something because I wanted to be accepted and I wanted friends. And what I got was people using me for clout, people using me to, you know, boost the ratings of their shows because they thought that if they had drama there or if I was there, that everybody would be looking at me thinking that I'm the bad guy. And that's the problem that I had with people at one point because they wanted to add me to their groups. And I was like, groups is where the drama happens. And I typically get, you know, looked at in a way. And I was like, I can't do it. I can't trust anybody. Yeah, um, that did happen. I'm going to play the next message. I just remember at one point, like at the beginning, like Stereo had a rule saying that if you were caught speaking to a minor, that you would lose your account. So mm. when all when the during the time when all the YouTubers were bringing their followers here and uh, like the majority of them were actually minors as well, that they um, we were that that put a lot of us at risk to lose our accounts and we would just block, 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 block. It was crazy. And now we could Red. still do that, but they're trying to make it to where, like, it's where that they are divided. Like, they have their side and we have our side. But there's people that lie about their age all the time, and it sucks. The best yeah. Thing um, they can be. Oh, go ahead, when, when, when the YouTubers came over here, that's when the shit show started because what was. What was once a contest for actual people that were talking about something interesting or like speaking to different people and getting to know different people from all over the world turned into YouTubers coming here because, oh yeah, they're giving away money. Let's just do this and do that. And they were allowing so many people to use them in so many different ways that it just got really ridiculous. But even in that shit show, Greg and I did shows. We did five-hour shows. We did four-hour shows. We did shows we couldn't even break down into episodes to post because it was too big. Um, Facts. I don't, I don't know who is regulating this app or paying attention to this app. Um, I feel like it's just like the abyss and it's just people in it right now. It's not structured. I don't even understand how they're counting your engagement to get you money on a weekly basis on here because it makes no sense unless you're a kid and you're on here every 10 minutes talking about rate me, rate me. <laughs> I work, yeah. I work, I, I drive a truck back and forth. I have kids. Mm -hmm. I got other things to do. I cannot sit on this app all day trying to make it feel like a TikTok when it's not a TikTok. You actually learn things exactly. on TikTok. You actually yeah. can talk about real topics on TikTok and you can get off and you can actually create a following on here. It's kind of hit or miss. Like there's been mm -hmm. a many weeks where we had nobody in the bottom and Greg and I was just like having a good show and posting it. Mm -hmm. And like, even that's kind of frustrating now because it's kind of like on the podcast audio side, it just looks like, Oh, they must have just started this podcast. When in reality, we've been doing this for a long ass time. And it's mm -hmm. just like the traction is not um, 
transferring to the audio listens. And so we're trying mm-hmm. to figure out like, what's the thing we need to do? Do we need to do video? Do we need to do um, more audio? And it's like, it can't be, we need longer content because longer content is not what platforms are into. Everybody right now is like, how quick can you do it? And how many people's attention can you get? And um, that's kind of weird because we're into giving a good show on actual content, like the one tonight. So um, tonight the focus is attention is currency. This is Greg's topic. Greg already brushed the dust off his mic, so welcome back. Damn right. Um, we wanted to talk about this because right now, companies have a crazy budget for content creators or social media, right? Damn. And um, people who create products have a crazy budget for, okay, who are we going to put our product with? to push our product that's going to make us money so we look at them as an investment now what's really an issue is the power to the name your price okay how do you name your price who are you selling to um who do you know how big is your audience and how much traction do you get right now uh people who are like in this cloud bubble of oh i have you know, 10,000 followers. I don't know why companies are companies don't give a fuck about your followers no more. They are focused on your engagement, your traction, and how many times do you post and how many times do people come to your post or see your post and are your numbers going up by the hour? That's what they're looking at. They're looking at real engagement. And for the longest time, I've been trying to tell people like, this follower shit really doesn't matter because a lot of people know people are buying it. A lot of people know most of it is spam. A lot of people are just like, we don't care about the numbers. What's your engagement like? Why haven't I seen you in my feed? Um, what other companies are you doing sponsorships for? And a lot of people are scared to name their price. A lot of people are comfortable naming their price. And you really have to know to what you're going to say no to what you're going to say yes to and if if you do name your prize and you want to get attention sometimes the attention that you're willing to get can be the attention that's going to take money out your pocket that right there i want to like piggyback on and i'm gonna just start my little like segment of the show by just saying that you should have a price like, no matter what the fuck you do, you should have a price. Don't do anything now without a fucking price. When I met Shan, she already had a guideline of what the fuck she would do. Show-wise, ad-wise, merch Like, she had it structured, and she's had it structured forever. Me? I ain't had it. I was like, you know what? Like, I'll figure it out. Now, <laughs> back down to grassroots. I don't do shit. Shan will tell you, I don't do a fucking thing anymore. If that shit don't have some type of revenue generating or it's planning on having some revenue generated. When I was doing YouTube, I still do it. I was like, you know what? I don't give a fuck about the followers. And the reason why I didn't care about like YouTube followers is because all the big YouTubers who have 16 to 18 million people or 100 million people that they follow or that follow them. Prime example, like Mr. Beast, right? Mm-hmm. Mr. Beast has a hundred million fucking followers. His last few videos, 
two, three million views. The fucking number of people who follow you don't fucking matter. Because what I didn't realize is a good 60% of the people who actually view your content don't fucking follow you. Yeah. So, how you, how you figure out how to leverage that is monetizing. I took my Instagram page. Shan told me this shit for two years. She was like, Greg, your Instagram is locked. People can't get to you outside of that. We used to end shows by like, hey, you can follow Greg here. You can't follow him on Twitter. You know yeah. where you can follow me now? <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram because I have a actual public Instagram page. But you know what? That Instagram page not only is public, it's monetized. I can see how many people view shit. I can see how many people like shit. I can see how many people click shit. When I tag something or when I wear something now or if I'm doing like a tech unboxing, I tell the company. I tag their ass and ask them to be a contributor. And the reason why is I need that fucking money. I need that from you just as much as you getting it from me. So nothing I do is like for free. You know, the, the saying, you know, yesterday's price is not today's price. I live and breathe that shit now. And a part of that, thank you, Stereo, was because I'm like, yo, like, we recording? Let's make some money off of it. TikTok, another prime example. Like, Shan was completely against this. She was like, Greg, they just don't pay enough. I was like, I don't give a fuck what they do and don't pay. I'd just rather mm. be on that bitch just to <laughs> give me the seven cent. I'll take the seven cent because eventually <laughs> that seven cent is going to add up. It'll be a dollar at one point, right? And for me, I would see my views going up. I was like one video, I think one or two videos I had done got me fucking followers. And I'd had a Twitter account, not a Twitter, um, a TikTok account suspended. And then I got another one and that shit started jumping. But then Shan said something, I started noticing the trend about the not wanting to pay black content creators or starting to mute us and do these other things. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll still put, you know, content there, but how can I monetize? I stopped doing that shit for free. The moment I stopped doing that shit for free, guess what happened? TikTok started paying. They started saying, you know what? Yeah, we ain't gonna give you a hundred thousand, you know, a hundred dollars for each video. We'll give you pennies. And I was like, shit, I'll take pennies versus doing the shit for free. Because there are a lot of fucking content creators. Prime example, everyone so uh, everybody's so creative. You know, she wasn't getting paid a fucking cent from TikTok. She didn't know how to make that money. She didn't know how to go and monetize her shit. She had to get somebody to trademark the shit for just because that's a saying. People say that now in passing, like everybody's so creative or everyone's so creative, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, like when I say attention is currency, why I even want to do this show was because I feel like in 2023, if you're giving your attention to something, you should be monetizing on it. There are a lot of people who are video editors. There are a lot of people who are podcasters, content creators, and they doing this shit from their free will, taking their free time. Like Shannon and I got kids. We don't, not together, but we have kids. But this should be a situation where it's like, okay, if we're spending this time creating dockets, setting up shows, Shannon's doing artwork, graphics, and stuff like that, where's the money flow? Like, where's the currency, right? And if the currency is going to be people, then where the fuck are the people at? That was our frustration with stereo. That was my personal frustration because I'm like, okay, y'all are catering the kids. What happened to everybody else that used to be on here? One time we used to have fucking, you know, 15, 20 people in the room to the point where we had to stop playing voicemails. So I appreciate everybody leaving these voicemails. But, you know, I just, I don't want to say I wish it was what it was. I just wish it evolved to the point where people would, like me, would be able to make money from it. And if you can't make money from it, at least having the attention the attention is just as good you know currency so it's kind of like one of those double entendres i guess like 
where it's like, okay, cool. The attention is the currency, but also your attention is currency as well. So again, I land. All of that. And then some, um, I think right now you have to be bold enough to stand out, but able to work with different ideas people give you opportunities for. And I also think there's two types of um, creators right now. There's a creator that creates their own shit that they do, like uh, Keith Lee. Yep. He goes to restaurants that he wants to, and he rates those restaurants. And I'm sure restaurants tell him to, to email him and be like, come to our restaurant. But he's picking restaurants that really bit on some from the dirt ground up stuff and they need help and he does that so it's kind of like you know a good deed um a helping hand to someone who's already willing to do the work for themselves and i'm still going to do it my way i think when Mm -hmm. you're a creator in that way companies see you because it's coming from a genuine place other than you getting on tiktok and you're following the popular trend of the week or you're getting on um, Instagram and this is new filter and you're going to do the filter and you're going to try to push it to X, Y, and Z people. I I think you have to know what type of creator you want to be for the opportunities you want to be able to get. I think people now, they can also see when it's genuine or not. Facts. Like an example for me is the two girls who just run. Like they, they sing the song and they just run. I forgot what the fuck their name is, but it's two girls in... I don't know if they teenagers or like early in their 20s or whatever, but they started by just like, do, and they've been doing it for the past two months. I don't know if they industry plants or what, but they just run. They start rapping a song and they run and then the other girl sw- like swaps and the girl starts rapping again. And I'm like, okay, like, are they making money from this shit? And I don't know why I even had that thought process or like, you know, the attention, but it's like, okay, they went from doing that to now, like they were at, I forgot what concert it was, the Essence Fest. They're at fucking Essence Fest. They're going to be at all these festivals and shit. They ain't even running. They ain't even doing anything or performing. They're just literally there because guess what? They got the fucking attention. And having somebody's attention to me matters so much because you don't know the brand deals and stuff these people are getting. But when I saw it, the first time I saw the video, I was like, oh, this is kind of corny. It's kind of whack, right? Like these two random girls are just like running. And I heard the song like 15 fucking times. But then the more I started watching, I was like, oh, so this is their niche, right? Like, we talked about it before. Everybody has a niche. Everybody wants to have a certain particular thing that they do in order to monetize. But I couldn't figure out what the fuck their niche was. It's like, okay, they're rapping, but it's the same lyrics, right? So I finally heard the song for the first time. And I was like, oh, it's not even a fucking song. It's just the loop of the, you know, the five, I'm sorry, the five or six bars that each person, like, raps. I was like, all right, cool. That's what they do, and they're making money from it. Again, like if they aren't making money, the money is in the attention, and brands see that, businesses see that shit. They, you know, somebody's gonna see these two girls rapping and running and shit, and next thing you know, they get a Nike deal, or they get, you know, Meg to pull them up on stage at a concert. And everybody's like, oh, those are girls from TikTok, and it's like, oh, the attention right there. That's the money, and that's where you know the currency can go twofold. It can either be monetary where you're getting paid. Or the currency could be, honestly, just the eyeballs on you. If you have the views, hopefully you're on the platforms that are going to pay you, a.k.a. Stereo, 
they should have a fucking monetization system for the people who are on here active and posting. Guess what? Incentivize them to stay. They used to do it, but they don't. Um, I don't. I don't know. Let me see. Let me move on because I want to start with like the social media since I already touched on the social media influencers, right? Like, are we doing it for like followers or for funds? I kind of briefly just touched on that, but I'll expound really quickly by just saying you have to figure out what you want to do when it comes to having currency, you know, the attention for currency for that. Are you looking for like the money when you jump on these platforms if you want to become popular or are you doing it for the followers? I have to completely admit I was doing like TikTok for a while. I was doing that shit for followers. I didn't even care about the fucking content. I know they were saying, oh, post once a day and post this and that. I was like, yo, I'm posting fucking two, three videos a day. And yeah, my followers were growing, but it's like, okay, I don't know who the fuck they are. I didn't have any engagement. I didn't know who the fuck these people were at all. <coughs> Excuse me. And Shan said this earlier in the show. It's like, yeah, you can have 100,000 followers and they barely engage with you. Or you can have that 500, you know, mark of followers and you may know 150, 200 of them because they're in your shit. They're commenting on your stuff. They're engaging. Engagement is always going to supersede your following because there are people... And there, I'm sorry, there are brands that I've personally worked with that I've had more followers than them, but they make more money than me, which is insane. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, like, yeah, I have fucking, you know, 18,000 followers on TikTok. And then I do a review of one of their products and they may have a thousand followers on TikTok. But guess what? Their engagement's through the roof because they're getting, they're generating from me. And we should be able to figure out as a like influencer or somebody on social media, like, what do you want? Are you here for the followers? Are you just trying to be Mr. and Mrs. Popular? Are you trying to be somebody who's popular with pockets? Like, I'd rather be the popular with pockets. I'd rather have that cool little niche group and I'm getting paid. So that, that's number one for me. Um, number two, like, why even be on social media if not for money? Now, this kind of contradicts what I just first said, but it ties in and coincides. I feel, and I will continue to say this, like, you shouldn't be on any social media platform that doesn't have a monetization like system in place because all of them are making money off of you. So you should be making some type of money. Again, it can be seven cent. That's money that you're making. Shan's told me this multiple times. She was like, we need to be making money. We need to be figuring out how to make money. If we got to do fucking two, three shows a week in order to make that money, we're going to make that fucking money. So, and don't, and uh, don't get me wrong. I only say that because of what I know my purpose to be. Now, everybody's purpose is not the same thing. I'm a creative. I've been a creative since I was a kid. I went to school to do creative shit. Whether I was homeless, I will still be doing creative shit. That's just what I do by myself. Podcasting is just a way for me to be creative outside of me having to do shit that pays my bills. My whole purpose in life is to get the creative things that I like to do to make me the money that I need of why I work a bill job to pay my bills and make it become one. That is why I'm just like, if digital is what these people are moving towards, I have to figure out always how to mesh both things. How can I do something I enjoy and also make money on it? 
so I can lessen me doing work that I don't even like fucking doing for money. That is the only reason why I'm just like, we need to figure out how we can get paid for this. Because my thing is, I feel like your truest peace is going to come from the shit that you do honestly. And if the shit that you do honestly is create, then you have to figure out how you can bring the money to where you have fun at. How you can bring the money to where you have joy at. Not, okay, let me put my joy in the backseat and I'll see it after I work this 10-hour shift. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and that's my whole goal. So when it comes to like podcasting and content, I'm always trying to figure out how I can put them hand in hand and create and meet people and learn things and talk to people that are also doing the work for themselves and teach them things so it's easier for them. And I appreciate meeting Greg through a whole nother podcast group. I appreciate meeting Baylor, meeting Drake, and we all do different podcasts now. We're Our goals are not the same. But at the same time, we understand that there's money out here to be made and we're all trying to figure out how to make the money. The thing about Loud Mouth Stereo is Greg is consistent. Greg is a thinker. I am consistent. I am a thinker. And we create shows together. I'm not stepping on Greg's toes. Greg is not stepping on my toes, but our goals are not the same. But at the same time, when it comes to your attention being sold right now, it's going to be sold whether you like it or not. When you go into a Walmart, a grocery store, the airport, they're selling your face. They're selling your likeness on these apps. Every filter is taking something from you to duplicate it and make something else later. It's in the fine print that nobody fucking reads when, when the terms come up. So my whole thing is like, what are you keeping for yourself? What are you taking home while they take something from you? And that's it. I'm not saying, how dare you? I'm not trying to shun it because if you're out here right now in 2023 trying to fight technology, you're going to lose. You're going to lose because people are losing jobs. You go into a, a grocery, there's grocery stores here in Georgia that are all self-checkout. There are humans in there to make sure the machines work. That is it. And so my whole thing is like, okay, between me and these companies is an email. Between me and these companies might be my IG, might be my stereo, might be access to me through email, access through me, through my LinkedIn, and just being transparent about what I do. Now, when it comes to the attention part, what people are you getting attention from, right? I think that's super important. Like, I could have, you know, everybody in this, this show right now find something about me, donate something to me, listen to an episode. In the long run, at the end of the month, I'm going to get something in payment from that energy that y'all put in. Y'all don't have to. It's Shan. <laughs> the other half of Greg on Loudmouth Stereo. Just want to let you guys know that we did update the Loudmouth Stereo Shop hoodies and shirts and stickers and a whole bunch of goodies for you so we appreciate you subscribing you are the only 
group of people getting this audio here. Uh, you can find us on YouTube this episode, but that's the only way non-subscribers will catch this. And um, yeah, thank you for subscribing. And don't forget to check out the Loud Mouth Stereo Shop. Now let's get into the episode. to put in that energy but that's the whole point of getting attention from people are those people giving you something in effort in return of them paying attention to you companies know that the ability to get people's attention will make them money uh, mm -hmm. so they want a roi on the product and the creator that they are paying that is the whole point it's not about um how your followers are more than the next person it's about the fact that you actually talk to the people that leave comments under your video or your page, you yeah. actually um, show up outside and also engage with people. People actually know you have a presence like this Mr. B shit. I want to mm -hmm. say between my six year old and my nine year old, I probably seen two videos of him, but mm -hmm. I wouldn't know him in passing, but we go into target. He has candy bars. We go into yep. Walmart. He has product and he's young as shit. It's not, mm -hmm. it's not super um, confusing of how you do it. It's really the want to behind it. And companies want to know, would them putting their product with you maximize their profit? Exactly. How do you fit into that is what they want to know. A lot of people will do anything and say anything for a crumb of attention. And that is a problem, mm -hmm. i.e. stereo doing anything to get anybody on this app. It doesn't mean it's going to pan out better for them, but at the same time, they, they're always testing. And I feel like you should always be testing shit. But when you see yeah. that you have something that works, that brings you consistency, that makes people want to come back to this app, and then you do something and you see the numbers are lowering, you need to go back to what you were originally doing. Facts. That right, like... Again, everything is like it, there's some sort of monetization. Or when I say monetization, like either you are the product or you are presenting the product to somebody. And every moment we're on stereo, I'll just use stereo as an example. Stereo is making money. We should be asking, and when I say we mean everyone, not just us, should be asking how can money be made from stereo. Stereo ain't gonna tell you. Stereo's not gonna be like, hey, like, <laughs> this is how we're making money. They're not gonna tell you that, hey, they notice they don't have ads, right? They don't have ads, but what they do have is your data. Everything that you put on this show, like on here, is sold. Everything we do is sold. And what we do is we take our content as well and sell it. That is our form of monetizing on it because if we don't, guess what? Stereo's already made their money from it. Zoom, same situation. There, how many podcasts that are on Zoom? People go and have meetings on Zoom. Zoom, yes, they make you pay, what, $15 a month? But you think they're not making money on the back end? They, they have to. They have to make money off of you and your data. And that sounds crazy, but it just ties into, like, what I was going to say about the, like, the ways you can monetize, not just on social media, but just, like, in general. Like, just honestly ask these companies. 
all of them have emails. They got a PR person. They got a marketing person. Just be like, hey, how can I monetize on this? The stuff that you wear, like the stuff that you want to wear. Today was Prime Day. I shit you not. Why not instead of going and go on Amazon, be like, oh, you know, I'm going to spend that $70 for, you know, a remote control car or something like that. Reach out to the fucking company. Be like, you know what? I'll promote that car if you go and send it to me and I'll put it on there. Their question or, you know, their response is going to be, well, how many followers do you have? And that's where people get tripped up a lot. People get tripped up because they think they got to say, oh, I have 250,000 followers on social. They don't give a fuck about 250,000 followers. If you tell them, hey, I have, you know, 7,000 followers. You have 7,000 followers, but you know what? Each month I'm making, you know, 750,000 impressions. They're like, oh, the impressions matter because even though people aren't following you, they're engaging with your content. Engagement means more than how many people you actually are following. TikTok, same situation. The people who are making like, you know, 100, 200,000 followers, yes, they're making all that, but they also have to contend with other people who are making two, like the Mr. Beast of the world. Mr. Beast literally can reach out to a company and be like, hey, because I'm trying to think, what, like for Threads, for example, he reached out to Elon and Tesla and he said, you know what? In honor of me having a Threads account, I'll give away a Tesla to a random person. He just fucking giving away a Tesla to a random person, right? That's, again, engagement. Engagement being money. He's going to make that money back in ad space. Like you said, Shane, he has candy bars. He has a restaurant in D.C. He's probably, I don't want to say he's never been to D.C., but I'm saying I've personally never been to this restaurant because it's an $18 burger. He's making his money on the back end. So again, like attention, I know I keep saying it, it's currency. The people who are watching you, even if it's not making money in your pocket, you're making money in the long run over time. So yeah, that's that with that. You have anything you want to say about that, Shane? Um, just look at it like this. Like even if you don't do any of the things that we're talking about, but you be on social media, you're still a product. Um. Okay. And your parts of you are being used. Um, the only state that's very transparent about how you're being used is California. Facts. Um, where that's why a lot of times where you, even when you look for jobs, there's a, um, a button where you could put, as a California resident, please do not sell my information. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean? That means every other state is getting a cut from that website for having your information on it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So like if you're if I'm going to sign up for this app or any app, what am I going to get from it and that's how you should look at it or what are they mm. probably getting from me? Um and my thing is like if I'm if I want to create and I want more opportunity, I have to make myself easy to find. Yeah. Um, I have to make myself easy to get in contact. It doesn't mean let me take a picture of my house with my address on it and post it online. No, don't do that. Mm. It doesn't mean let me put my number on everything so people could call me. No, don't do that. Mm-hmm. But have a setup or a platform where if Instagram shuts down or Twitter shuts down or Threads shuts down or Stereo shuts down, how do you, how do people get to me? Do my people yeah. know how to get to me? Do my people know how to find my show? Do my people know how to find my store? Um, how do I let my people know that I updated? How do I let my people know that I'm, you know, 
shutting down the website for a little bit so I could update it with new stuff. But in the mm. meantime, you could check out my old work here or for the time being, I'm doing this charity for back to school for kids who can't get a lot of stuff that they need right now is over here. Maybe that'll be another opportunity for a company to be like, you know what? We got yep. these new pencils. We trying to push them. Let me get in contact with this person and send them a thousand pencils to give out. Like you just never know what opportunities are there until you speak up, until you do the marketing, until mm -hmm. you just actually stop being scared to push out your stuff. I think yeah, everybody do. does something interesting everybody has something to offer but a lot of people may doubt themselves compared to what they see somebody else do a lot of times and greg and i have been in chats where we've had this talk with mm -hmm. other podcasters a lot of things that you see people do or the reach that people have they have a whole fucking team behind them having their hands and everything like mr b's probably didn't care about having a restaurant but that's product placement. Whoever okay. likes restaurants is going to figure out who Mr. Beast is by this restaurant. Whoever likes chocolate is going to figure out who Mr. Beast is from this chocolate. It's, it's, it's putting yourself in places to be seen mm. so people could connect with you somewhere else. And that's all it is. Like, yeah, we podcast and we want opportunities from podcasting, but that doesn't mean the only podcast that Greg and I is, are going to do it will be on stereo. It's not. We're going to mm -hmm. podcast off of stereo. We're going to promote on Twitter, on IG, on threads, on uh, spill, wherever we can be promote, we're going to promote. And even if stereo does not promote us, we're going to still promote it. And a lot of people who are Great. in podcasting that know me, they know of stereo through me or they know of stereo through Greg, but that doesn't mm -hmm. mean those podcasters use it. And you know why they don't use it? Because stereo is not offering them a different opportunity from another platform. Yep. That right there. That is why I, I continue to say, like, Shannon and I, we, we've almost come to blows. Like, I'm joking. But when it comes to, like, social media, like, I will see a new social media come up. And I'm like, yo, like, jump on it. And everybody, you know, in our group is like, oh, why another one? Why another one? And I'm like, yo, like, some will be hits, some will be misses. I was wrong about Lemonade. I thought Lemonade was like, all right, cool. Like, it's a new one. Just join it, right? And my rule of thumb is just be where people are at or be there before they get there. Like, even when my wife and I, when we go places, like, we have this, like, this husband-wife connection when we go places. When we're in the car, I'm always just like, if we get there early, we leave early. And that's how, <laughs> in my personal opinion, like, you know, just life is with social media. It's like, the earlier that you're there, the earlier you get your money. When you get that money, then you leave. Because the moment that they stop giving money, at least you got yours. Everybody else needs to figure it out on their own. YouTube, same situation. People who, <coughs> excuse me, people on YouTube, once upon a time, you had to have 5,000, I think it's like 5,000 hours. And you had to have, you know, 1,000 or more followers on YouTube in order to be monetized. They lowered that because guess what? There's more competition. There's TikTok, there's Instagram. They're like, oh, we'll lower it because we want your attention. And the thing is, once they want your attention, they're willing to give you everything. But before that, there's that interim period where they're like, we ain't going to give you shit. You're just going to have to figure it out on your own. And if you can't figure it out, then you're fucked, right? So 
for me, that's why I always say now going forward for anybody who's listening to the sound of my fan voice, like any platform that's like, hey, you know what? Threads, um, Blue Sky. I'm like, oh, just be on the platform. I'm not saying make a thousand posts a day or try to figure out your niche. I'm one of the few people who will tell you, you do not need a niche to monetize. There are people who literally do nothing and monetize. When you think about chefs, chefs already have to eat. Most of these people, these like TikTok chefs and shit, they aren't like <laughs> real chefs. They don't have a restaurant. They don't have this shit. They just literally cook their own food for their families. And guess what? By the grace of God, somebody liked it. A couple of them went viral. And the next thing you know, start people started offering them, if not money, things. And now mm-hmm. they're in a position to ask for these things. Mr. Beast, once upon a time, he had to go reach out to a company. Now, Companies have to reach out to them. So a lot of people are going to ask, well, how do I get a brand to reach out to me? Be who the fuck you are. There are enough Mr. Beasts in the world. There's enough MKBHDs. There's enough, you know, of these Instagram and TikTok influencers. Like, just be who you are. Now we're in the, like, I don't want to say the age, but we're in that point where short-form content, while it's nice, people just want people to be authentic. Like, during the pandemic, Stereo had its, its wave. Clubhouse had its wave. But you have to be able to ride the wave or else you're going to drown, right? But the best way to, you know, in my opinion, to ride that wave is to go and say, yeah, I'm riding this wave right now. But I know for a fact that, you know, the tide is a little bit lower, it's a little bit smoother on that end. So I'm going to just move over just a little bit so I don't get, like, hit with a tidal wave. And with your attention, I guess, being like currency, you want to just be everywhere. Be everywhere because you never know. One day... TikTok and YouTube, they may not exist. They might go like MySpace and even like, damn, like I went and, you know, spread myself too thin on those, pla- you know, platforms. I need to be somewhere else. Be everywhere. If you're not everywhere, you'll be like those people who we talked about earlier in the show, Shan, who once stereo stopped kicking out that money, we stopped hearing from them. We start, you know, we stopped hearing them shows. We stopped seeing them because guess what? The money dried up. The well dried up just because it mm-hmm. drove, you know, it, it dried up one place doesn't mean it's going to dry up everywhere else. There were, I'm tr- like, there were the two witches that were on here. I don't want to say it disrespectfully, but it was a two. But women that's who what were they were. That's what they were pushing. Yeah, but 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 think about if they would have took that and took that to TikTok, and like some people, I understand they don't want to show their face and stuff like that. You don't have to. But There's that's so what I was saying, Greg. Like, b- besides the money, besides the content you have to want to a lot of people don't have the want to to make them grow and that's fine but i don't feel like you could blame anybody else or what someone else has when you've been doing something longer if you Mm -hmm. don't have the want to to do it yeah and i mean i agree i agree but i also disagree the disagreement is this just because you don't want to do it I have to question if you don't want to do it because you feel as though there's going to be judgment from it. Because these people are doing half the shit they're doing anyway. Just do that and, like, I don't want to say do it publicly, but do it in a way that will monetize. Like, again, I'll use TikTok as a perfect example. There are, like, like I don't want to say housewives, but there are women who went viral on TikTok for cleaning their house. Like, there was this one lady who tricked the shit. I, I, should, I should you not. She tricked me. She tricked me. I I almost died in our house because I watched the fucking TikTok. I watched the TikTok, and the lady was like, "Oh, well, if you mix um, 
Clorox and a, a cap full of bleach and you clean your bathroom. So, you know, I go and I have the Comet, I have the bleach, not realizing I'm making a fucking toxic bomb in my house, right? So, no. I'm there, so I called the fire department, I called my wife, I'm like, yo, just like, I, it's kind of smoky in the bathroom. She was like, you need to call 911. I had to go to my grandmother's house for four hours because I almost fucking like, I made an atomic bomb in the house. And people don't realize like that was because of influence and it is positive and negative influences on social media and stuff like that. But that woman to this day, she has, I think she has like 280,000 followers on TikTok making bread. Her camera setup don't even look the same. She was just doing it from like an Android phone. Now she got cameras and like multi-cameras in every quadrant of the room and stuff. Like there's a way to monetize, but for me, the reason why I stress this so hard and somebody's going to be like, okay, great, I get it. Losing my job in April was one of those things. I thought, yo, I'll never go again doing any work for anybody without monetizing. Even when I do get this job, I'm still going to be doing like freelance work because there's nothing worse than being in a position where the money that you make isn't the money that can pay your bills. I was on the beach today with family and friends. I was telling us like, yo, like unemployment is like four forty four a week, and somebody would say, oh, that's a lot of money. That's no, it's not. Be, that that's before because mind you, you get four forty four a week, but they also you want them to tax it. When they tax that shit, like, oh, where's the rest of the money? That the rest of that money is like, when I think about it, groceries, diapers, wipes, like that. That's like house shit but after that it's like oh that's the next week you gotta wait on that so when i tell people like you you want to be able to monetize on every platform if you on instagram you on that motherfucker anyway you're literally on instagram all day doing what you do on instagram make money from it instead of having a regular like page turn that shit into a business profile that way all your friends when they go and they click and shit guess what you're making money off of that when you're on tiktok turn your shit into a business profile People are like, well, I don't want a business profile. Like, why the fuck not? You a business. Shan, she, I literally sat for the first episode that I know I shut up for maybe more than like 10 minutes. Shan was telling me about an LLC. I'm taking notes and I'm a part of the fucking show because I'm like, oh, my mom asked me, well, what do you want for Christmas this year? Talk about this year, 2023. I was like, my, my gift should be an LLC. Yeah, that's what that right there was it. I told her, I was like, yeah, I'd rather have the LLC for that. I don't want any iPhone or iPad, no, LLC. Because, again, that's generating money. That's, like, for me, everything is a money hustle or, you know, a currency. So, uh, again, that's just my personal train of thought. Somebody else might think differently. They'd be like, oh, well, Greg, you, you hard on for the money right now because you're not working? Trust me. Like, even when I was working, Shan will tell you, I was the same dude. I was still like, nah, like, we can make money this way. Like, I got Shan off of Anchor to go to Red Circle because it was free and it had unlimited fucking storage. Versus Anchor was like, oh, yeah, they're making money off of us. They're giving us rules and shit. And we don't have a say-so, and they're not paying us. Red Circle's like, oh, yeah, we pay you. It may be pennies and dimes and shit, but guess what? We're paying you. I was like, I'll be over here. Now, somebody would laugh when they say, like, pennies and dimes, but I'll tell you this. Last year alone, with just red circle i'm looking at the you know okay it's like eleven dollars this month and seven dollars this month and then twenty dollars this month and i'm like all right that, that's that's 
whatever. I'll just leave it in there because it's not it's not enough to like feed my need at that moment, right? Saying mm-hmm. I shit you not. When you told me, hey Greg, go and look at your red surfer. I looked at the red, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> There's money money in there. Yeah. Like that, so that like, that's a- that's a perfect thing that you just said because when I was on anchor, yeah, I was doing the anchor ad that they make everybody do for mm-hmm. cents. You know what I'm saying? But the way that I was pushing out episodes instead of me getting sense, it was pushing out dollars to the point where mm-hmm. they took it away and was like, okay, we're going to offer you this. We're going to offer you that. But mm-hmm. now, the whole time I was on Anchor from 2018 till 2021, is that when we went to Red Circle? Yeah. yeah. Well, 2020. I, we went. Okay. So, so let's say from 2018 to 2021, I probably made five hundred and forty something dollars on anchor right mm-hmm. that was before the spotify mm-hmm. so um that's that's what 2018 2019 2020 2021 okay let's say four years right on mm-hmm. anchor five hundred and something dollars since 2021 till now on Red Circle, I've made on Just She Gets It Alone, I've mm-hmm. made $779.26. Hello. And Hello. just add and, and listens. Hello. So there are different platforms that'll give you better opportunities than what you see is popular. Like yep. for for Anchor to be sold to Spotify and Spotify is still giving creators cents when mm-hmm. they could be making actual dollars out here is insane to me. Um, yep. But you got to know where you want to be. Like some people are on platforms that will limit them to how many episodes they can do. Mm-hmm. And you have to pay them like $20 a month. Some, some people are on platforms that don't even have a cloud so they can't even store their episodes on there. Mm-hmm. You got to figure out what works for you and how often you want to do episodes and how long they need to be and what yep. attention they're going to attract. You can't have a podcast that's blending in and then tell mm-hmm. send a company an email talking about how different you are. They could be like, no, you're not. Facts. That was me with YBAB. I was like, yo, like, I'm black and bothered. I ain't even young no more. I'm old, but whatever. Um, I told them, I sat them down before I went on vacation. I was like, look, when we come back, whenever we do come back, because that's up in the air too, I told them, I was like, it's not even a different direction. It's a, what do y'all want to be? Like, we, we need, I know what the fuck I want to do. You know, number one is, priority for me is, how do I monetize? If I don't monetize, I don't do it. So there's that. Number two, engagement. I'm not going to be the only one promoting and stuff like that. Like, Shan has been on my bumper about promoting. She will send me the artwork. Mother- promote. Like, she don't even say words anymore. Whenever I see an image and it got loud mouth, I know I better fucking promote that shit. She won't even say anything. She's just like, nah, <laughs> here's the artwork. Promote it. And I do my Literally. best to just promote it on all my platforms. And before, like, I, I didn't tell you this, Shan. I was like, yo, I used to like look at the engagement on my private Instagram. I was like, yo, just imagine if I had a public Instagram, I just fucking pop, like post this. My same right. friends, which again, this could be a whole episode by itself, like, but I'll bundle this into the friendship portion of the show. That will be the quickest part, I swear. A lot of the people that 
and you've said this too, a lot of the people that are your friends and shit, they ain't going to help you monetize. They ain't going to be a part of the way that you get the money from the shit that you do. Trust right. me, my, my best friends, I be sitting, I'm like, yo, just please, like, listen to the show. They were a part of the show once upon a time. Couldn't tell you if they listen to the show. I don't even know if they listen to podcasts, to be completely honest with you. But, you know, saying that to say, if for me, like, if I can't monetize on things, I just no longer do them. And when Shan's like, hey, we got merch, we got, sh-, like, okay, cool. We, we got the merch, we got the shirts. Like, I could be doing a better job of promoting that when I had just a, the private Instagram page. Like, yeah, my friends would see it. But I'm like, okay, these motherfuckers ain't buying nothing. I've had this public... And that's Insta- the thing. Like, a lot of times, I don't care what you're on social media for, the people mm-hmm. that support you are going to be complete strangers. When right. I'm on um, Instagram, because I have, like, four different Instagrams, mm-hmm. I can see who's sitting to watch me mm-hmm. and I can see who's on my page to support me. Who's yep. on, who's retweeting or reposting my story. Who's commenting under it. Who's going to listen to the podcast and then sending me a clip or, you know, adding me to something they post or asking me to come in their live that they're doing on Instagram. And in return, I'm not somebody that holds information. So if they ask me anything, I'm going to help them. If I listen to their podcast, I'm going to post a clip and I'm going to tag them in there just so somebody that's new can find them. If you have more people sitting to watch you, that means that those are people that are sitting to watch you fail. Mm -hmm. If you have more people on your page following you, what's up, Brianna? Mm -hmm. Sitting... And, and also engaging with you and reposting yourself, those are the people that are there to support you. And I want to say, Instagram does a great job of showing me this is the engagement from people that already follow you. Right this there. is the engagement of your reels and how many people are reached. Mm-hmm. And the people that are reached in my reels are people who are not following me, but they engage with me more than the people that are following me. Listen. So what does that tell me? That tells me I have more sitting ducks than people sitting to help me facts that again that is one of the reasons why when you told me that like i know you were like greg ain't gonna do it when i did that shit and i was something like hey i got the public profile similar name just you know a little asterisk to it but still i tell people follow me over there and i'm active on my public one now and the reason why i do that is because the private one is private i post something every once in a while but i want you to engage so i can see the like, not even just the analytics. I just need to see what Shan said. The engagement. Engagement is fucking money. And when I say money, I'm not saying it just has to be dollars and cents. Sometimes that engagement, it just lets you know what you're doing, you know, what you're doing, your content, it's resonating. That is money in itself. If you can be like, you know what? I posted five posts, but you know what? It only got five likes. But then that one post that you do and that shit got 750 likes, maybe you should do more of that shit. Chance told me that shit all the time. Great. Promote this. We got a show tonight. Promote this. I'm like, oh, don't just promote it five minutes before the show. Do it, what, you said like two, three hours before the show. I did that. Guess what? Motherfucker started listening. I was like, oh, okay. So, so there's a method to the madness. But mm-hmm. again, like you, you have to be able to like resonate with new audiences. I'm always trying to grab a new audience and always trying to like not convert people, but just like 
and engage with new audiences and learn new people because the people that I know, my friends and shit like that, they know me enough that they ain't even got to engage. They be like, oh, Greg got a podcast. My family, same situation. Oh, Greg got a podcast. Greg got this. Greg got that. But do they care? Probably not. Now, you know what would happen? If I ended up signing for $180 million on Spotify, that's when these motherfuckers come out the woodworks. Oh, yeah. Oh, my, my son, my uncle or th- this person. Oh, he has a podcast and we all listen. You ain't listening to shit. You ain't listening to nothing. You know who did? Mm-hmm. You know, Andy 305-112674 feet. I'm like, what the fuck? Who is this person? Oh, but they engaged. There were people that honestly, like shout out to like Kevin E. Ruth and people like that. Like they would come in and sit into a show. Thotty Scotty been in here the entire time. French Queen been in here like the entire time. Queen of Flames, same thing. Been in here the entire time. Like people like that, even if they don't, care about half the stuff we're talking about that's engagement in itself so when they hear the next show or the show after that they don't have to be at everyone but it's like oh, like you know who's not in here my, my wife i can say that my friends <laughs> ain't in here but random people that we probably never met this resonates with them we started the show 25 minutes just talking about our grievances with stereo because guess what other people got grievances with stereo again it's the the attention to detail and the attention that we you know, Shannon and I agree on. Obviously, it resonated with you. Again, that's currency right there. It's not making me any money, but just having your attention, that's currency in itself. So, facts. I'm going to run through some of these messages. Go for it. Oops. Play it! Why you going to play it? Hey, shout out to Chan. Shout out to Brad. Hope y'all doing well. Love the information, um, social media spaces, uh, definitely, you know, are tricky. Um, finding out how to monetize, maximize, and find your niche is definitely um, something that, you know, uh, people need a lot of information on, so definitely appreciate y'all providing it. Always good to see y'all. Shout out to the building. What up, though? What up? That man, stay working. What's up, though? Yeah, it's um finding out how to monetize is always going to be a give and take because these companies are trying to figure out a different way on how to do it. So you always have to figure out a different way on how to do it. So, yeah. One thing that I had a really big problem with is that um, because at one point there were so many content creators and not very many listeners when Stereo was first starting. I ended up pulling myself off of the panel and I went around and I was the first person to listen to a lot of groups. Um, And that's how I got to know so many people. What I had a hard time with was whenever I would go live, um, nobody would be there to listen because everybody was in these massive groups all together and nobody was listening listening to anybody so it's like what's the point of me doing a show if you know everybody else is off doing their own thing there's no audience for me like then i get stuck being like what the heck yep i want to say this um and really quick a a lot of people they fail at the beginning because they believe they have to come into it having a niche. And I have, I'm going to say that shit until I'm blue in the face. And I'll say it a thousand more times after that. Sometimes you just should try shit. 
Like, I, I know it sounds crazy. Just try shit. When you think about everybody who's successful, when I say successful, like Mr. Beast and all these other people, they didn't go into it knowing they were going to have 100 million followers and they were going to, you know, like him, for an example, just give away money and shit. Do you know how many people, if you just said, hey, here's $100,000, I need you to give it to 10 people in the most creative fucking way, they could probably do the same thing. The difference is that motherfucker did it first. So his niche is being the first one to do some shit that you haven't done, even though you had the idea. Sometimes you just need to go and just start the shit. Shan, you know, she's told me before, she's like, sometimes you just need to just get the shit out. She let me vent about, like, my job situation for a good 45 minutes. Like, sometimes, like, your niche may just be some shit that you fall into. So don't think, like, the only way I can monetize is because I know how to bake. So I'm going to just do a whole bunch of baking videos. A lot of people will watch the first couple baking videos, but there's how many other bakers in the world. Make that shit creative. Figure out your niche after you try some other shit. Baylor, when he and I first became friends in our like podcast group, I asked him straight out, what is your podcast about? You know what he told me? It's a time capsule for my life. Yeah. That, that's what he told me. He, he said, it's a fucking time capsule. You know what's so funny about that? I have never seen another person do a podcast that says, this is just a time capsule of my life. I've never heard anybody else say it but Baylor. That shit, it, it drives me up the wall because I'll listen to podcasts and they come and go and they want to talk about hot topics, sports and entertainment and shit like that. Baylor uh, just literally what's up. Oh, go ahead. Can we all take time and admire this name? Adderall Granny? Mm. Very creative. <laughs> but but yes, Greg, uh, I think I think Baylor's uh, description of this podcast is the best way to describe it because the best thing for me with Baylor's show is you don't know what he's going to talk about. Yep. You're thrown in it. Maybe it's talking about something when he was a kid. Maybe it's talking about his latest vacation. Maybe it's talking about um, foods and he's going to get mm-hmm. off. And sometimes he don't even tell you bye. He just gets off the mic. Yep. Yep. Again, what's the, like that? Somebody would say, well, "What's the niche in that?" Sometimes you just don't need a niche. I, I want yeah. to implore people that, like, when Shan has seventeen different shows, and <laughs> somebody would ask Shan, "What is her niche?" If I had to pinpoint what Shan's niche is, it's none. Shan is able to; she's versatile, and I, I, I want people to start appreciating that, appreciating people who can do different things because. I've unfollowed more people who do this and podcasters too, who talk about the same shit, who do the same shit. Shan told me without saying, Greg, don't nobody always want to hear about hot topics and entertainment and shit. Once I started talking about actual like life shit and stuff that was going on in my own bubble instead of the shit that every other person's talking about on their podcast, got more vis- you know, more listens, got more views, people sharing the shit more. And I was like, okay, she hit on that. Same thing, TikTok and social media. Yeah, I had like the tech reviews and stuff like that, but I also started letting people into my life without being too overt about it. Again, Shan saying these things, ever since then, views went up, content went up. I stopped trying to focus on where I thought people would be and just be out there. Just be who the fuck you are. Like a lot of people would be so successful at attention at social media and stuff like that if they stop trying to be successful and just be who the fuck they are there are a lot of lames who are not who they are 
off of social media. And the reason why you know that, let Stereo be exactly who the fuck it is. Stan and I, we already knew when we, you know, two, three months in, Thotty Scotty going to be who the fuck he's been. Right. Because you could tell Thotty Scotty's the, the same person off the fucking app. Right. The, the two witches, same person. Like, E-Ruth, same person. And you know why? It's because they don't get on the mic and have to put on a persona. They are who they are. And people appreciate that. That attention that you get is because it resonates with somebody. You don't need to be in a room full of 500 people and try to, like, touch on all 500 of them. If five people like, you know what? I fuck with Thotty Scotty. Guess what? If five people fuck with Thotty Scotty and he fucks with himself, that's six people. You know, the other fucking 494 people, they looking at that little group of six, be like, yo, how can I be down? And then just start to snowball. And then the next thing you know, not only do you have an audience, you got a crew. And when, when you have a crew, you got people who want to talk. That's what stereo used to do. They used to have, like, um, like uh, French Queen used to say, like, when she said earlier, yeah, they were crews and stuff like that. But it started with one or two people. And then they, I won't say recruited, but they started to bring people on. And people started resonating with each other. They started growing with each other. And when stuff started to dismantle, it's because, and I hate to be the bearer of bad news, it started to dismantle because people started eating each other from within because they didn't know what brought themselves together. When I think mm-hmm. about, you know, the, the Pi fam group, the re, like, we, you know, we've argued, like, I've argued with Drake until I'm blue in the face. I've argued with Shan. I've argued, like, people argue with me. Like, and the reason why is we can argue, but we also know it's like we're not here to change opinions on certain things. We also just want to know, like, we're friends. Like, we, ha- we actually have that friendship dynamic, and we want to see the betterment of each other. When I go and promote everything culture or, you know, she gets it and, you know, BTG for president. When I go and I say the things, the reason why I say them is because I care about those people. Like, they're, like, I'm trying to think of, like, the words to say. But, like, I guess the best way to say it is I just care about those people. Social media and everything else is the exact same way. Once you care about people and what the fuck they have to say, like, they could literally sell you water. You're like, oh, yeah, like, there's a lake. And just do this, this, and this. And they'll do it because guess what? <laughs> You're a trusted source. Thotty Scotty, when he was like, when they were doing like the awards and shit, when I started seeing other people going and try to copy that, I'm like, okay. Like, I know Thotty Scotty got the awards. He's he been doing the fucking awards forever. So I started seeing the other people do that. Yeah. But you, you know what? People were hating on him because of the fact that they weren't winning fucking awards. Well, guess what? You would win awards if you were more fucking interesting, if you got yourself out there. We we won awards, and you know what? We never even showed to the you know showed up to the award ceremony. Not that we were hating, or not that we didn't want to. It was because we were still doing shows. Yeah. Wild, wild, wild enough. I think we won like best like comedy duo. That, that's the only we, award I you remember. You know what's so crazy? The original people on this app really had people back in like the nineties trying to decide whose show they was going to check out because it's happening at the same time. And it was people flipping through shows on here, like the channels Mm -hmm. on trying to catch stuff. And that is what stereo should have stuck with people that were coming here, creating original content and coming up with interesting things to do. And people knew about it because they would, have it like on what's upcoming now it's kind of like you get on this app you don't know what you about to get again the title of the show is attention is currency even the award shows when they brought 
to the light and made, you know, brought to the attention that, hey, that show is popping. These people you need to be checking out. You know what happened? People started rolling into them fucking rooms. Mm-hmm. I mean, guess what? Like, that, that's all it takes. Like, it only takes one person. People be thinking, oh, you, I gotta have 50 people talk about my show in order for it to resonate. Nah, if I go to a bar, I'm like, you know what? I heard, you know, Thotty Scotty on stereo. They're like, what's stereo? Tell them about stereo. Oh, I'm interested in that. Yeah. You know, I had to convince Shan about stereo. I was like, yo, like, this fucking, <laughs> I was like, this fucking app stereo. I was like, yo, and this, this is at the time when I told you straight, I was like, yo, I don't want to pay, um, Zoom $15 a month. And then I got to get on camera. I was like, Shan, we ain't got to get on camera no more. They got avatars. And you're like, I remember, avatar, what the fuck? I remember being in my condo when Greg hit me up late night and he was like, Hey, it's this app. Just create a name and get on here. They going to pay us. I said, damn, you shit. Greg, Man. Greg put me in a position during the pandemic to be on stereo making seven hundred plus dollars. Like was every two weeks or per week? Every it was no, it was a week. It every was week. week. So I'm telling you, I swear to God, it would hit Sunday. You will send it to your PayPal. It's in your account by Tuesday. And what I tell you, I'm just like, dog, what the fuck? This shit actually is working. <laughs> and so we was just doing crazy shows. It was insane. And Yo. all they was asking for us was, can both of y'all just um, commit to 10 hours per week? Oh, we got that. I was like, 10 hours? I'm like, and, and mind you, when, I, when Shan, this is when you had told me, you were like, okay, like, Greg, they want 10 hours. How are we going to break this down? And you and I were like, all right, we'll do two days. We'll do two shows. And I was like, we can do two-hour shows. But I was like, how do we get the other ones? And you were saying you were going to do the other shows. And I was like, all right, I'll do Young, Black, and Bother, right? So I was like, all right, so if I do the two shows with Shan, that's four hours. If I do two hours with Young, Black, and Bother, this is before sports does. This is six hours. So I was like, all right, I got to figure out where to do that. So I did the show with Steph, I did the show with uh, Mercedes, right? So I was like, all right, I do those shows, boom, I got 10 hours, right? But then we had other people doing shows with us. Oh, you know, this person want to do a show. I have shows, Shan, I, Shan will probably like laugh at me, but she knows it's true. I still have shows that I did in stereo from 2019 and oh 2020 God. that I still have not dropped on Young, Black, and Bother because I'm like, yo, like those are like some classic fucking episodes, right? So the goal was to get to that 10 hours. You would get to the 10 hours, but you still had to be on a leaderboard because, yeah, you get a certain baseline, but there were other people who were meeting that baseline as well. So what you had to do was you had to get the 10 hours, but you had to be engaging enough to get in that top 100, right? So as long as you were in the top 100, I think everywhere from like 70 to 100 would make like between two and three hundred dollars. But we were like, nah, we want 500 to 700. So we needed to be in the, I think it was like you had to be between 35 and 50. And then after that, it went from 500 to 1,000. And then number one was like $5,000 a week. And it was always the same four people that would get the $5,000 a week. I was comfortable with $700 a week. $700 a week for six mm-hmm. months is insane. Mm-hmm. That is insane. I have not seen another platform do that since. I've not right. seen a platform that, again, Stereo was new. They probably didn't know any better. They didn't realize, like, oh. They didn't. Shan, think about it. like I'm sure Clubhouse had some like some type of incentive where they were like, "Hey, we'll pay this group like 
a thousand dollars a week or a thousand dollars a month to just host these clubhouse rooms. But on stereo, an app that not a lot of people looked at stereo as like how we look at it now, like as a kid's app because it's avatars mm-hmm. and stuff like that. The way I saw it and the way like I convinced Shan, I was like, yo, like we can record the podcast on here from anywhere. There were shows Shan will tell you, not on our shows, but there were other shows that I've done. Cues at the bar, queuing an Uber. Yeah. I'm headed somewhere. I'm like, even tonight, I'm literally running back from dinner to get back in the house to make sure that I'm not, you know, only here for the show, but I'm in a space where there's not like a bunch of noise and wind and stuff like that. Made the fucking show. I didn't have to bring microphones and equipment and stuff with me. I just have my phone. Technology has gotten that far to the point where I still have my like actual setup, Shane. I have my old microphone and the interface and all that other stuff. That's like $2,000 worth of equipment. Yeah. And I'm sitting here making $700 a week doing what? Being on my phone, doing the shit I was going to do for free anyway. Again, getting back to the root of the conversation. Attention is currency. Stereo, once upon a time, you had everybody's attention. I hope that they get back to people's attention. Not sure why they have not. But I'll get to these uh, the next two voicemails, Shane. And then I just want to touch on a friend thing real quick. So let me, let me hit that button. What was really frustrating was the fact that I would sit in these people's rooms for hours listening and supporting and engaging. But the minute that I would go off and I would do a show, I would never, ever see any of those people in there mm. actually supporting me. And it made me question, you know, if these people were my friends are not or if they say that they were supporting the way that they said that they were but they weren't mm. we about to t- we about to touch on that friendship shit real quick we got one more from granny adderall <laughs> thank you baby thank you baby <laughs> Lord oh my. Lord but, oh my. okay let's let's talk about this friends how mm-hmm. many of us got them um Okay, so that word on social media is very iffy until shown. And um, I have to say, the people that I know in podcasting, I swear to God, put tears in my eyes in a good way. Um, They're like, imagine having a group chat of like therapy from weirdos that understand your type of weird. Um, and what's so crazy is we have never met in real life. I've only met one pod, one podcaster in person that I've met digitally, and we've done two shows together. But the mm-hmm. rest of us, we've never met. And I always imagine like when we do meet, that shit is gonna be so funny mm-hmm. because it's like, dog, it makes sense now. Um, you you really have to see the reciprocation in the people that you call your friends when it comes to this digital shit. And that's the thing. So like she was saying she would be in their shows and they would never come in hers or she wouldn't see the port see the support. I wouldn't call them my friends. I'd be like, Oh, I just oh I know them from X, Y, and Z. And that would be like the first and the last time I'm in their shit. I would purposely come in their shit to peep their shit and come right back out and not say anything because people know 
when you you were like on top of your shit people know that you're bringing the audience and when we started yep. this podcasting stuff when we didn't even have a name for it we would just do shows and have like crazy titles mm-hmm. we didn't our aim wasn't like let's get this many listeners let's do this we focus on the content the content brought the people and the people stayed we had 40 people in a room we had like the crazy numbers in a room we had we, we've left shows with 50 50 voicemails facts there was no way to get through them all there was no way to continue to talk and get through them all we were having voicemails to the point where you know back in the day if you got past eight voicemails they will close out your show it was yeah. that we had to come up with a strategy on how to do our shows but when it comes to this friends thing you have to understand what are the value of your friends so like mm-hmm. um the people i podcast with or the people i talk about podcasts with the value of them is different for each one because they give me something different. So like I might have a podcaster um, friend that gives me information or is in the know of like tech or is in the... Y'all want a sneak peek of our other shows? Check this out. The first one is a clip from She Gets a Pod. That's my other podcast. And the second clip is a clip from Young Black and Bothered, which is Greg's podcast. You can find both of those shows on your favorite podcast app. Either way, you can support Lama Stereo and you're supporting us, or you can support She Gets It podcast and Young Black and Bothered. Either way, we appreciate it all because you do not have to give us your ear. Back to back to back. And then turn around and look for pity from other people. Most of the times, crappy people make their lives crappy. Miserable people connect with other miserable people. The question of should I do this never fucking pops up in your head. are actually raising your child Greg. these kids are out there with no guidance they don't have any parental like they don't have no one's watching them and it's not just that and again hold on hold on let her finish let her finish i'm sorry no it's okay it's pretty much like that in a lot of the larger cities you know Mm -hmm. today you know Mm -hmm. every day when i get on the train i'm seeing the same drama very much relevant I was doing my T-Bar, so T-Barn is the Texas Board of Nursing um, regulator. So basically, I have to go through like a background check in order to become a nurse. On my background check, of course, they're going to ask me what my race is. When the, like when they had the, the racist group together, like how they had them break, how they had them broken down, it was so odd. If you like what you heard, go check out Young Black and Bothered, which is Greg's podcast with his whole clique, all right? We are two podcasters and we also do other podcasts. Check out Young Black and Bothered. Now back to the show. What up, y'all? Hope y'all enjoying the show. Part two will drop tomorrow. I just felt like it was a lot to drop all at one time. 
So check back on your favorite podcast app tomorrow for more of this Loud Mouse episode for episode nine. Don't forget to check out Young, Black, and Bothered, and She Gets a Pod. Peace. See you in two weeks on Stereo.